rapid, hi, I'm Emily, in a French accent. But then it was more than obvious what was going on. Even if he hadn't cheated yet, it looked pretty damn clear it would have happened that night if I hadn't walked in when I did. I had no interest in prolonging our awkward conversation with 20 drunk hipsters watching, so I told him to come home with me. He didn't have anywhere else to sleep. You're drinking again, and I can't fucking believe you were with that girl. This relationship is over and done, I told him my voice shaking as we walked home. I also informed him that there was no way in hell he was coming on our planned vacation to Mexico later that week. He thought I was joking. The next day, I woke up in bed alone. Christian was on the couch in the living room, poking around on his social media accounts like girls in unhealthy relationships do. I uncovered Facebook messages between Christian and the girl from the night before, Emily. Apparently, she was visiting from France, and surprise, she wasn't just a friend of a friend. She referred to him as her American lover boy, and she had the nerve to call me a psycho cunt in one message. The best part? He'd agreed with her. Christian's friends had always treated me like the crazy one in our relationship. Somehow, they never picked up on his issues with lying or addiction. Maybe because most of them were alcoholics, too. Christian tried to paint me as the bad guy when we argued, and somehow I often ended up believing him. This was just another example of that ongoing pattern. When I confronted him, he said, she meant to send that to someone else. How fucking stupid do you think I am? Well, obviously stupid enough to waste years of my life with this asshole. The rest of the week was a blur. Christian slept on the couch while I slept in our bed and avoided him as much as possible. I was still going to Mexico for a much-needed vacation that Saturday, and I asked my friend Alexandra to come in his place. I knew our relationship was over, but the fact that we had three months left on our lease made everything more complicated. That Friday, I took the train home around 2 o'clock. He'd left a voicemail and sent several texts while I was at work. When I got to the apartment, I found a fifth of rum empty on the counter. He also seemed to have popped something like seven Ativans. I discovered this when I sat down and found the almost empty pill bottle lodged between the couch cushions. I already knew how he behaved on smaller doses of that drug, namely like a rude, mean zombie, so this was sure to be even more extreme. In his delirious state, Christian started ranting about how the biggest thing he's ever done for me was, wait for it, getting his ears pierced. Yeah, it's as random as it sounds. Nope, I still don't understand to this day why he thought getting his ears pierced would be something that could save or make any impact whatsoever on our relationship. In between awkwardly trying to hug me and falling face first into the window blind with his eyes half open, he started yelling about wanting to go to Mexico with me the following day. Somehow I stayed serene. Somehow right then I felt perfectly okay with the broken state of our relationship. It was the ridiculousness of the whole situation, plus understanding that his actions weren't my fault, that triggered this realization. I finally felt finished with Christian, for good. When I went out for a walk to escape the domestic madness, my phone started blowing up. Christian called approximately 50 times in a row, then sent dozens of texts. I didn't respond, but I did text our other roommate at work to warn him about Christian's current state of crazy. When I headed home after a few hours, I was dismayed to discover that Christian's scary stupor hadn't worn off. Instead, I found myself alone in our living room with a guy I hardly recognized, one who suddenly thought it was a great idea to chuck ceramic plates at my head. His whole ear-piercing stunt was bizarre for sure, 
but this plate throwing thing was disturbing. It was the first time he'd ever intentionally tried to hurt me. The first unintentional time was my 21st birthday in Vegas when, during one of our many fights heard around the world, he had lodged my arm in a door, causing a massive black and blue bruise that covered the entire length of my bicep. Seriously, past Lauren, I can't. I locked myself in our room and called the cops. When I warned him that the police were coming, he bailed, but not without punching a few holes in the wall, leaving behind bloody knuckle marks. The only other occasion that I'd ever ratted him out like this was during a similar blow-up. He drank a fifth of alcohol and swallowed a bunch of pills, you know, just your typical date night with an alcoholic. That specific time, I was genuinely worried for his life. Several ambulances showed up and he had to stay overnight in the hospital. When he woke up in the morning, he hated me for calling 911. He wouldn't speak.